1: 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. I'm Sally Goldner, your host for the next hour, with a gaggle of guests um, who will squeeze in um, to the microphone and tell you about that in a second. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the original inhabitants, and we pay respects to elders past and present. And acknowledge our LGBTIQ elders who in turn include sister girls and brother boys and note their amazing contributions to diversity on and around the land and welcome to listeners of all genders including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen and if you want to get in touch with the show lots of ways to do it by all the means of technology you can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com text six one four oh one oh seven eight nine eight one um, you can look for me on Twitter at Sal Gold Said so, and that's the bottom line after a very good WrestleMania on Monday. And um, look for me on Facebook or also out of the PAN's page, out of the PAN 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. So I do have a packed um, studio um, here today with four fabulous people from Cardinia Shire's youth program who've done a film. And I'll get you to squeeze close to the microphones, about two to three centimetres away, and just do a name and pronoun round. And which end will we start from? Well, we'll start from my my right. Uh, Ashton, he,
0: him.
2: Nate, they, them.
1: And sorry, I didn't catch your name. It was... Nate. Nate, of course, yeah. Uh, Morgan, they, them. Yep. Yeah.
0: And Rowan, he, him. Cool.
1: Welcome, gang. Um, you've been filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> which is very, yeah. very awesome. Um. Now the we've got it. I I watched. Um, I did a sneak preview, and as Daffy Duck said many years ago, the sneaks didn't like it. I watched it yesterday, and it's sensational. But it's got an amazing twist, which we don't want to tell until it's officially released, because I just think the twists in it are awesome. But let's go back from the start. How did um, where did it first come about to make a film about a young um, trans man?
0: Um, well, all of us are part of a youth group um, in Cardinia. Obviously, like more rural. And we were kind of, like, you know, going in and talking about our everyday stuff, but we kind of wanted to do more than that, I guess. Mm-hmm. So we started throwing around the idea of a film, like a short film, which we originally thought was going to be, like, with a camera, that, and handheld camera, and then we'd just do it and we'd put it on YouTube, but because of Kath and some, like, really cool opportunities that she presented us with, Kath being the producer, mm-hmm. and um, a youth worker with Cardinia, I don't know, we just kind of snowballed. Into a bigger thing, yeah, well, um, it's a night it was a it's
1: a cool snowball, um for sure, um so you then thought, okay, we're gonna make a film, um you know just in terms of the process before you could actually start making where did where did it go from there, and sort of how did the did was there any sort of light bulb moment for the particular idea of the film, and I'll throw it by the way, I'm throwing to anyone who wants to chip in and answer on any question um
2: um I think. Kind of a bit difficult to answer because I don't think there was a light bulb moment. I think we sort of knew the general idea that we that we um that we that we wanted to to get across, and then it was more or less just um, we all put in our ideas and we we all had a part in um, what would what we wanted the end product to be like and um it just sort of. Um, I'm block
0: not, by block. Yeah, kind of got
1: built.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. So, yeah, you know, a combination of teamwork and block by block, and then um, we've got to do something very important. You got some funding to do the film.
2: Yeah. Um, that was uh,
0: like Vic Health. Yep. The um, the grant they gave us. We did a lot of like Lego stuff and interesting things to try and get that, which was amazing. It kind of like put us at a higher level that we, like, didn't expect at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, it was, the um, the, the program that they, that they allowed us to, to do it through was, um, for, like, uh, for, uh, like, young Victorians, and it was, um, I think it was, I think the, the program that we did it through was, like, a really good, um, experience, and we... Um it was I think we were really lucky that we were actually able to get all that funding yeah. to do it.
1: oh look, Vic health are, you know just have such an awesome approach to things um you know they see that health is you know more than just yeah. say you know doing a bit of exercise <laughs> or something you know it is of course mental health, and so yeah um they they certainly deserve a lot of commendation for all the work that they do um so I just want to check did someone else have another point on that or no? Nope. I just thought I saw a nod somewhere.
0: Um, it was pretty big surprise t- to actually get money because we were just sort yeah. of told to like make a Lego city, <laughs> and then we did it, and then we got money. didn't <laughs> was... completely explain it to us. Yeah, it was like yeah. quite funny because yeah. like she was doing all the stuff behind the scenes, and then we didn't realize like completely one hundred percent of the time. Like oh my god! Until like it happened, she like came in and told us we were like what? <laughs> that was what that was for. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got to really do something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool.
1: And so there, there you go. You got to you know, making a film, which is um, a really good thing. So we'll talk about the process of the film, and as I say, we'll tease about the content. Um, might just have a break at that point. Uh, musically, we opened up today with "This Generation" by Um Talk about whatever generation one wants, of course um but it's good to have you all in and of course last night um just got to say before we go to the the track was the queer formal um mm-hmm. for put on by minus 18 and just seeing some of the, the news article by ABC about it and um you know the joy that it brings is really awesome I want to talk about how that's a two-way street at some point um during the show but anyway let's have um, another track for now um sorry to be a bit old on you but here's Alice Cooper trying to be young there's a, there's a teaser for you but it's pretty obvious once the track gets playing 3cr 855 am digital 3cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with sally and guests from the cardinia youth shire like in canada and in australia they cannot discharge tailings
2: directly into the riverways, but in pogra they discharge their tailings in the waterways and they kill us and it's it's okay you are just being killed for trespassing
0: Subscribe to 3CR, bringing you voices and opinions the mainstream media don't dare touch.
1: They have the exclusive right to extract the mineral below six feet, but that exclusive right does not permit them also to kill people.
2: Who
0: does the killing?
1: The company has uh, specially arranged security forces.
0: Subscribe today. Call nine four one nine eight three double seven. 8377. Herzegovina.
1: Hello, I'm Vedran from the Giorgio Collective and you're listening to 3CR Community Radio at 855 AM or streaming for 3cr.org.edu. Cheers! Wow. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au, out of the pan with Sally and the Fab Foursome as part of the team from the Cardini Youth Shire. So we ta- heard about the lead up to making the film and then we get to the day of the film um, where we was shot in a day, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How did that all go? Tell tell about it. Um, were there amazing moments? And you know how every every television show now has an outtakes blooper moment. Were there any bloopers that came up? But seriously, anything you like, just <laughs> so go many. for it. Yeah, there
2: were lots of bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: take seventy three. No, <laughs> but yeah, how, you know, you obviously had you know had a, an idea of what you wanted to do, and sort of so. Ha- and as I say, we're trying to we've got to tease it because there's so many wonderful twists and turns in your characters but um you know getting it all you know, sort of um how did it you know, going through the filming, how just um how did it all turn out again?
2: Um it was pretty interesting since me and Ash aren't actually professional actors. So <laughs> Yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really uh interesting trying to act when yeah, we didn't entirely know how
1: yeah it's it's you know it's sort of and it's a hard thing to do if you're not an actor to sort of get out of what you would naturally want to do we'll say in a way as an advocate to do the sort of reverse psychology type of thing which this film does so well which I'm as I say I'm teasing at because I did I watched it yesterday I did one of these novel concepts for radio it's called preparation and um you know I just I, I loved I loved what you've done with the film Marcus, but. Um, just to give a, a bit of an idea of the plot without giving away the twist, do you want to um, just give a have a mention of that?
0: Uh. The plot. It's. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like a teenage trans guy and his younger twin siblings. Yeah. Being annoying. <laughs> really? Never. Mm.
1: <laughs> and the twin siblings are doing well. The filming. Um, I will say, yeah, take it, an approach that's interesting to it. <laughs> um, but also you've got other characters in there. Um, tell us a bit about some of the other characters who come, who were, who were in, you know, in terms of their characters.
0: Um, well, we had some like pretty cool people mm. on set, which was amazing. Cause like we said, none of us are professionals, I don't know how to direct. They hadn't done acting before. It was quite all new, but for some of the people on set, it wasn't. And it was kind of scary. But um, like the parents and a lot of the like friends, like played um, the friends of Marcus were all kind of set up to be really supportive to kind of get out of that mm. rut that all trans media is stuck in of like mm. trans person. His main character struggles with family, and then you know at the end it's all fine. It's sort of like he wasn't the one defending himself; other people were defending him, mm. which is sort of the kind of the the premise, so we had a lot of cool, like, the parents are pretty cool, and um, a friend, his best friend played by uh, our friend Owen, it's pretty awesome, so it was kind of the twins with the young and ignorant kids.
1: Mm. <laughs> In the film, of course. In the film, <laughs> yeah. not you, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, looked, it worked really well, and you've, you've, of course you've had great support from two, well, seasoned troopers um, as well. Yeah. You know, Cal Wilson, who's just awesome. Um, I've got... Yeah, tell us about um, how did Cal get involved and also Laurie Bell?
2: Um, to be honest, I don't think we, we really have much of an idea of how they got involved. Kath just sort of came up to us at some point and she said, yeah, I've gotten um, Laurie Bell, Cal Wilson, Broden Kelly and Demi Lardner in on it. Um,
0: <laughs> and we were like, well, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, that's like... Actu- Great. Actual I know those cool names. People. Yeah.
2: Um and that was that that was that was interesting. Um, that, that was
0: the moment I realized that it was like, oh, so we're not doing this with like a handheld camera. This is serious. <laughs> I didn't realize <laughs> until <laughs> they pulled out like actual big cameras and I was yeah. like, Yeah. <laughs> not yeah. just on the smartphone doing a selfie. No, no, uh, <laughs> it was
1: insane.
0: Um
2: it was also kinda of difficult because they're all um they're all comedians so every single scene they would say something different and yeah. we would we would finally get over laughing over something someone had said in one scene and we'd be like okay we can we can do it for the next scene but then they'd say something totally different and we'd never be prepared for it
0: yeah <laughs> picking which like scene tangent we wanted when we were editing like me Morgan and another person Georgia it was it was very hard like it was like yeah. oh which one do we pick because they're all like the funniest lines of this film were not written by me or anyone they were improvised completely. Mm-hmm. Oh look, you know
1: I I know of, I many 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 moons ago I tried doing stand up for a few years and so I know Cal Wilson's hilarious and um, both as herself but also in character. Um, she she did a show years ago with a wonderful comedian called Scott Brennan. Um, Mitzi and Hammond Wurlitz's reunion to these two old sort of cabaret stages who come back and they're ones in and cow was always injury prone you know she'd have more and more casts on both throughout the show and laurie is just an absolute dynamo so oh, yeah. they played they've just like um, having watched it gosh you know they've, they've just added some added to it really well
0: without
1: i think taking away from the message they've added to the message really well so it
0: was yeah. cool to have them we really didn't want it to be like sad yeah, Like, mm-hmm. it's heavy subject matter coming out as a hard thing. But, like, that's been done. I mean, not much compared to the wider world of, like, trans people not, aren't really on TV or anything. But, I mean, why did it have to be sad? Like, we wanted it to be funny, so it's funny. Well, well, look, totally, totally so. And, I mean, yes, I think,
1: you know, obviously all of us in this studio know about the issues that trans and gender diverse people as part of the rainbow face. But I also think, you know, we're st- I'm still on a bit of a high from... Trans Awareness Day nine days ago which I call Trans Awesomeness Day yeah so it's time we started you know being able to just put some positivity out there you know acknowledging the stuff that we go through as well and putting some creativity and fun out there and it does help communicate the message Um, so it's really cool and of course um, Trans Awesomeness Day is the 31st of March but you've um put your launch date in very nicely between that and about Idaho at date on May seventeenth. So, because we've got a launch yeah. coming up, which is what really we've brought you in for at this mm. time. Tell us uh, you've got a, um, a big launch happening. Tell us about that.
2: Uh, yeah, we've got the premiere on the twenty sixth of April. Yep, and
0: um, at five thirty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And it's free.
0: It's free. Yeah, <laughs> and there's lots of seats. So, yeah, it's coloured seats. Will, yeah. will there be free food? No, that's a great yeah. question. I hope Yeah, so. yeah, there is. I think. Yeah, yeah. there the, was. Refreshments the or something God. at the start. So. Refreshments yeah. at the start, and so. a Q and A at the end. Yeah, like, yep. like we, us basically, and some others, I think. Yep,
1: I think we're trying yeah, we're to cool. write, trying to rope <laughs> me in, but um <laughs> which will be cool. But I just look. um I think there's this. It's, it's awesomeness to this on many levels. The fact that the central figure, in a way, is a a trans man. I mean, there's still, I don't think, enough visibility for trans men and no. non-binary. So, yeah, you've had the same thoughts you know, yeah.
0: on on that issue. That was why we picked a trans guy, like because mm. at the beginning we were like, well, let's make a queer film, but we we're like, do we have a gay protagonist? Do we have a lesbian protagonist? A trans woman? A trans guy? A non-binary person? And in the end, with like the people that we had available for acting, even though we have a lot of non-binary people as well, we were kind of like, yeah, I think trans men slightly less maybe mm. than trans women, so we'll just like go for that. Yep, and yeah. and like, also we had a bunch of trans men in our group. There are a lot of trans guys <laughs> yeah. in our group.
1: Yeah, yeah, look, it's it's a marked shift from a few years ago. Um, you know, sort of when there were barely any trans men around, but mm. now you know, generationally, there does seem to be a lot more. Um, yeah. there's more. You know, that people are coming through and realizing, of course, they can be. The gender they need to, but it's worth you know there weren't the hormonal treatments for trans men until later than trans women, I suppose yeah. not that everyone of course mm. does a medical transition, mm. so all that sort of stuff, so that's great um you've also got and again, this is one of those teasers um parental roles. I love the way they're done um let's tease at that one um I think it's really cool you know what what can we say about that without giving too much away?.
0: Oof. Don't
2: know. <laughs> I just- in terms of, like, the, the parents. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think we, we had very specific ideas for the parents from the beginning as yeah. well. Um, and we wanted them to be, um, you know, we wanted a mother and a father, but we wanted them to be very, um, quite the exact opposite of what you would mm. expect for, like, the um, usual roles. So, um, you know, the I think we had someone draw a bit of concept art for the...
0: The is that me. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, and also someone else did someone else did it, parents. but, um,
2: we had you know the we wanted the father like in an in an apron, we wanted the mother in like grease covered overalls we we kind of wanted to like sort of turn that whole like um gender stereotypes around and completely flip it, um without it being too... it acknowledged, really, yeah. it just is, yeah. yeah,, we wanted it to just be there, but without it being. You know, over dramatic or there for like com- comedic purposes or anything. It's not yeah.
0: a joke that they're like, you know, changing around gender roles. They just do it because it's just who they are. Yeah. Sort of. And they don't care about the fact that they have a son instead of a daughter. They're just really like, well, this is the world. Like, this at one point was just like, he came out yesterday. Get over it. Like, mm. we've had time to process and just completely deal with this. Like,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, very... It's just... It's a really cool film. And so after the 26th, um, the final cut will go up on the net somewhere, um, I presume. Or will it be just an educational resource? Um, what plans think, are there? I um, think...
0: There are plans for it to be an educational resource if we can, if schools want it. Like, we'll give... We'll, if you want it, like... I think they're but, showing um, it at my school, which is scary. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um.
2: I think... I'm I'm not sure how concrete the plans are, but I think there were plans for, like, um, film festivals
1: Maybe, and Maybe, and then
0: at the end of all of that process, probably YouTube. <laughs> ah. Well, yeah,
1: film festivals, yeah. says me, um, just putting on a... Well, I'm not involved, but, of course, Tilda, the Trans and Gender Diverse Film Festival, I think you'd be... Um, I have no influence whatsoever, but my personal opinion, I think you'd be a shoe in um, So that one comes up in November, so mm. um, that's awesome. And then, of course, Queer Film, and you were, we were chatting off air that you were, um, did some stuff during Queer Film with the director as well. Um, you know, just, you're, or was it was a radio interview, that's right. Yeah, yeah. radio yeah. interview, yep. Yep, yeah. and so they do with They're joy. awesome as well um, over on Joy. Um, yep, the more queer radio, the better. So, look, I just think it's great. Um, I... I reckon we'll leave it there, but I just have one other thing to say, which I say a lot, probably my my listeners are bored with this, but I'm going to keep saying it because I'm going to be self-indulgent. It is really cool for someone like me, who's 51, to see all um lots of young trans and gender-diverse people out. I never knew anyone trans and gender-diverse until I was 29, and now we've got lots of trans and gender-diverse and queer people everywhere. Yeah. It is really cathartic for people like me and to see these sorts of projects, the young pe- people up at Bendigo who did the Trans Visibility Artwork, these things make a huge difference, not just for young people, but for lots of people. So keep yeah. it rolling. Um, it's really, really awesome and just congratulations on it. And Thank again, you. thanks to Vic Health. And of course, um, thanks to Catherine, who's um, here listening in for pulling it all together. Thanks, Kath. Thank you, All right, well, I'm going to – we'll leave it there and let you get back to your um, soggy Sunday as it is in Melbourne. But, gang, thanks for coming in, and I'll look forward to seeing you on the 26th. Um, And, um, yeah, um, just, yeah, keep going with stuff. (laughs) Keep doing it. Um, In the meantime, um, let's have a listen to the fabulous work of Totally Gorgeous and Some Strangers and Foreigners, 3CR 855 AM Digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. We have let the seams back in on the studio as the crew from Cardinia have, in those immortal words, left the building. Really, really awesome. As was, of course, totally gorgeous with Penelope Swales on lead vocals there. Strangers and foreigners, I think they've got a gig coming up soon. I'll scratch around during the next track and find that out. Well... Um, what's been going on this week, um, in the news and stuff, um, well, um, since, um, Trans Day of Remembrance, um, you know, lots of good feedback, lots of good events going on, um, but one that was, well, no, I don't know, if nothing to do with trans, I'll put my own bee hat on and have a bee buzzing in, um, Senator Eric Abetz, who's at the more conservative end of the political spectrum, really, said some people listening, Well, yes, he is. Um, He's um, got, he just, I don't know. I don't know sometimes whether these people are really doing, uh, have internalised queerphobia, but he's going on this week, of course, about how there are some heterosexuals who go in, homosexuals who go into a straight relationship afterwards. Well, it could be, Eric, that they're called bisexual or pansexual, you know, attracted to more than one gender over the course of their lifetime or, Attracted to people where gender isn 't the automatic first priority, you could come up with a million definitions multi gender attracted, not the point doesn 't matter what label you use, if any at all and i 've got to say there 's been some great satire on it in both um, Crikey and Andrew P Street in the Sydney Morning Herald um, having a um, a shot at it, but it also it does show that really the conservatives know they 've lost on gay and lesbian stuff and they 've lost on marriage equality, even though they haven 't um, They'll never concede. Um, so yes, that was a bit of fun um, during my week. Um, what else has been going? It's um, been a little bit quiet um, on the on the queer news front, really. Um, you know, it's sort of been so many amazing stories in the last week. I suppose we can't keep it up and rolling. But um, also a quiet week with April and school holidays, parents and guardians at home looking after their kids, and I haven't been out really anywhere doing much training, but I've got to say I had a couple of um, nice conversations in recent times, went to the Global Ideas um, Festival and we'll be keeping an eye on their events. They do lots of good diverse stuff um, and had a conversation about gender and gender diversity, um, which is great. And also um, had a great conversation with some of the students at Ormond College at Melbourne Uni up on College Crescent on Friday. So, you know, it's just every bit of visibility helps. Um, We're talking about Queer radio in the last segment three c r with three queer-specific shows, queer specific shows queering the air at three p m Sundays in your face at four o'clock Fridays, and of course this one, but lots of queer presenters and queer friendly content everywhere, but still a believer that we need lots more um you know sort of queer and queer friendly media um to keep us rolling on lots of things um, you know and that 's why joy is important do do their bit um also, Rainbow Radio, I had the, the privilege of um, actually finally going into their studio live while I was up in Bendigo last week. Um, Max and Nelly doing a great job. Um, um, Kobe and Kirsten, who were in a few weeks ago, doing their podcast. And, you know, the gang from Cardinia, doing their film. Every little bit helps, you never know. So I just think that it's such an important thing to have so much media out there and really keep it rolling along. To that extent. And we need lots of debates about gender roles. And um, thinking about that, we had a little piece in today's Sunday Age which caught my eye as I was having a look um, before uh, I came in. It's on if you if you're a tree newspaper person, it's on page 33. The headline reads Diverting Our Children from the Sexist Path. And the subtitle, Note to Parents, Kids Will Copy Everything You Do. And this is about the Respectful Relationship Program. And, of course, for a program that um, this program, Knowing about um, knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender, which says let's just treat people on their merits and not put people in any boxes at all, um, you know, we're, I'm personally a very big, a big fan of this. So it's taught to teenagers and, sure, talks about respect and preventing family violence, but also resp- um, promoting respectful relationships in gender. We all... I I think pretty well, my, many of us are aware of how um you know sort of um, we don't have enough um respect and how you know sort of um deep disrespect can run and how subtle it is um as someone who originally trained as an accountant um you know accounting I don't care what the numbers are I'm sorry it's still a very masculine in terms of gender expression profession and I've got to say that Someone who, when auditors would come in, used to be treated with respect, and then when once I transitioned, yes, the I know it's um, you know, it sounds sad, but you know, you'd come in and have year 11 bookkeeping concepts mansplained to you that's not respectful. Um, and of course, trans men do report things the other way around that suddenly they do get more professional respect. And so, you know, young, this article on the respectful relationships program talks about. Where attitudes on gender can start, and of course you kids can copy things, so you know um we just had um the the film about Marcus where um some kids copied their parents' attitudes and some didn't um, and these were good attitudes um but um you know where does it start? People are aware early on this article says um, people have clear preferences for gender consistent toys very early, regardless of what toys they've been given. Um, and then at um, three, they have a basic understanding of gender identity that is tenuous. I'm quoting this article by Kimberly Norris, a senior lecturer in psych at the University of Tasmania. The article was originally in the Conversation, um, but um, um, researchers have suggested this um, that um, um, thing that children are aware, are aware that they fit better with one gender. Well, of course, if you're trans uh, or gender diverse, you know that's going to make life challenging. Um, um, and then the understanding that being male or female is an attribute they say doesn't develop till six or seven. Well, you know, I question that as someone who still remembers my first day at school at age four and a bit and at an all boys school and sort of goes, where's everyone else? Um, I don't agree with that. Um, so, um, you know, the, we, and the reason, this article makes a really good point. We reinforce gender differences and expectations every day without meaning to. Yeah, sure, subconscious bias, but, um, well, we've got to get people from a point that they don't know that they don't know to the next level that they know that they don't know, and I think this program does it. Um, so, um, you know, um, it is important that, um, you know, you walk your talk. Actions need to speak louder than words. Be aware of anything that could Um, do gender stereotypes as I say there's some nice twisting of um, well not twisting untwisting I'm going to say of parental roles in the film Marcus um, put out by the Cardinia youth people which will all will be revealed in two and a half weeks so yep um, let's just you know uh, make sure we reinforce the idea that you know um, people are people everyone's an individual don't stereotype anyone on anything and we'll be away. All right, Um, let's have some Mental As Anything. They do, of course, our fabulous um, theme track, Um, Let's Cook, originally from the album, um, um, the third album that Mental As Anything did. Um, From the second album, here's one for young people heading out away from home for a day. From um, Espresso Bongo, here's Blacktown to Bondi. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Out of the pan with Sally. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be nice to get on with me neighbours?
0: But they make it very clear they've got no room for raiders. <laughs>
1: Listening to Lazy Wednesday Afternoon on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. And if it happens in our town, we'll play the soundtrack. Stuff the neighbours.
0: Oh, Outdoor bird's
1: lumbago. Fast and crab. I sing you a song
0: with no words on no tune out. I sing in your heart.
1: We want to
2: hear from you. Our station is all about serving the community and we want to know your thoughts, comments and ideas to help shape our future. We're currently asking listeners to take part in a short online survey that will help us get to know you better and understand what you want from your local radio service. The results of this survey will assist us in continuing to be the best possible station we can be in service of our valued community. To have your voice heard, head to our website and fill out the survey.
1: Please do. Um, we'd love to have your feedback. How can we make three? Um, what do you like about three CR? How could we make it better? If there is something that you think's um, a bit of muck at times, let us know. Um, lots of things coming up in the queer community, um, as there often uh, um, often is, and of course, um, um, you know, covering a range of stuff. Um, Poly Vic discussion group scheduled for this Tuesday at seven thirty. Um, the Anxiety Group for Trans and Gender Diverse People in Carlton um, on Wednesday evening, Bent TV, rocking through Easter. Um, and um, that's sort of, um, well, it's a, p- a bit quieter and then we get to have a bowl of alphabet soup on Tuesday week. Of course, if you are heading off for Easter anywhere, if you're on the roads or anything, any form of road user, um, please play it safely. I've got to say, sometimes I'm stunned at pedestrians I see wandering across totally against lights and four lanes of traffic on places like Alexandra Avenue and I just or punt road or something and I'm sitting going what the heck or words to that effect that I probably can't say on radio please take care and it's not necessarily people with say headphones in ears or looking at smartphones or whatever Um, pictures of crazy cats it's seems to be lots of people so please take care Of course, if you're having intimate fun, please do it safely and consensually, and of course that goes at any time, not just Easter. And of course, please, if you are behind the wheel of a vehicle, um, you know, make sure that you're in control, that you are lower than 0.05, not under the influence of anything, and you know that you're not, you know, that you're alert. Sort of got to be alert at all times. Um, So yeah, we heard from mental as anything. Um, Espresso Bongo was the album, and um, it um, was Blacktown to Bondi, and of course, um, Let's Cook comes from Cats and Dogs, Mental's third album, um, out of the Pan's theme show, uh, theme song. Um, what else um, for the show today? Um, things that um, aren't getting talked about enough in the queer community, although beginning to be. Um, one of them is. Mental health, in one sense, mental health is being talked about, but unfortunately, sometimes there can be a flip side that people can link anything to do with mental health to being queer when sometimes it isn't. And I <clears throat> wanted to talk about that a little from personal experience. I'm someone who has what I call a recognised mental health situation. I don't like using the word diagnosed, it is to me a bit pathologising but it's listed in the DSM, it's called cyclothymia. It's a smaller version of bipolar, if you can imagine, a, um, for, you know, if you're someone who can visualise things, but imagine a graph, you know, with big peaks and troughs on it. Well, that's sort of, say, bipolar 1, a little smaller bipolar 2, and then cyclothymia um, number 3. But people instantly think, oh, well, you're down because you're facing transphobia or something. Well, not necessarily so, Um can just be down because of anything cyclothymia is perhaps more triggered by external circumstances and i've had a couple of those in the last month one which i is personal um involving other people but won't talk about on radio and tried to do as much self-care as possible which we all need to do um yet at the same time keep going um and um Um, But unfortunately, the other one was, unfortunately, back on Monday the 20th of March, I was in a vehicle accident, which was obviously a very stressful situation, physically okay. Um, But it did sort of set off the downs part of the mood that can have. Um, And so it's not a major depressive thing. But it comes into the queer community that, um, you know, People think anything to do with mental health is because of queer well it's not of course for starters um we face worse rates of anxiety and depression because of um you know our um you know it's because of our um you know the discrimination that we face There's a mountain of research from around here and around the world that um talks about um how You know, there's a clear linkage between the more discrimination you face, the number of times you face it, and of course the intensity of it, which generally, you know, sort of if you faced physical and sexual abuse because of being queer, then, you know, yes, you're more likely to um, lead to that anxiety and depression and other um, dysfunctional or not so good outcomes, if you like, substance, alcohol and other drug abuse, that sort of thing. Um, and you can understand why people, in a dysfunctional way, if I could put it that way, will resort to substances to cope. It's a sort of, um, you, know, um, you know, a mechanism that blunts the pain, but of course can only do it for a while and then can get worse, you know, the usage can get worse. Um, but, you know, even all that aside, if you do have another mental health situation, it can sort of, um, a lot of health professionals will still lump it all in together and you know look i'm someone who i think would if you had to say how comfortable am i with my gender identity and sexual orientation i'd say i'm pretty comfortable but the cyclothymia still hits over the years i've tried to do various things to manage it um such as um you know sort of um try to clear out past issues that might um sort of tap into when i'm down sometimes it's like th- you know throwing a a match on a furnace will light it up again, which is what happened, can happen when you're in a depressed way. Well, I've tried to, you know, put out parts of the furnace of the old psychological stuff and I've gradually done so. And, you know, many years ago when I had cyclothymor, I'd be out of action for a week or two. Now it's at least only a few days. But as I say, circumstances that are difficult can trigger it. Um, and, you know, I'm also a very deep processing person. Um, intense stuff can be very triggering as well. So we do need to talk more about mental health in our community from um, a perspective of, well, how does it fit in with um, sort of queer type of stuff um, and how doesn't it fit in? And, you know, treat people as individuals is a really important thing. Um, so um a really um you know sort of a challenging situation um it can be. Anyway, um we do as I say we do need to talk about it um and also some good news coming up here's a bit of a, a hint, not so much a mental health situation, but there is of course a very strong correlation in our communities between um, or the autism spectrum, including Asperger's and um, bi and trans and asexuality. Um, and the good news is starting up soon, their planning is underway, there will be a queer ASD support group which um, um, or autism spectrum um, type of discussion and support group organised by a FAB person. I think that's really, really good to see. Other things that are happening um, around the community, of course, the comedy festival is on and, well, lots of amazing trans and gender diverse stuff, and I've got to say it is really good to see more and more of it and more and more of it respectful. I got a flyer um, during the week, and unfortunately, I can't quite make out the email on it, but it's called, for a show called The Unpinchable Pink Pen um, um, as part of the comedy festival, and um, Yani. Um, talks about things in gendered terms. Now I don't know how Yarni identifies off stage, so I won't make any assumptions. Not falling for that at all. Um, but the write-ups and reviews of previous um, shows, where it was at Fringe Adelaide, that sort of thing looks really cool. So yeah. if you do hear of any good um, stand-up that is gender or queer-related, let me know, um, and we'll run through it. Might have a look through the program for next week's show, even though the festival's well underway. Um, lots of other good things coming up um, to remember um, in the next couple of weeks are, of course, our 3CR community radio benefits. Um, one on Thursday, the 27th of April at Bella Union um, with lots of awesome peeps. Um, and um, Fiona Scott-Norman um, and Clem Bastow, amongst others, um, Christos uh, Tsiolkes, um as well. Um, so that's pretty cool and then another one on Sunday the 30th at one thirty. so um, up at um, the fabulous um, um, Northcote Social Club up in High Street, Northcote so support 3CR um, we are not fu- um, government or corporate funded and these sorts of fundraisers make a humongous difference anyway I'd better leave it there for um, today and make way for freedom of species take it out today Um, with Paul Kelly. And, well, if you can get to a place of zen, I suppose it's a good place to be where you have nothing on your mind. And there, well, thanks again to cut any of you, Ushaya because we did have, there's a line in this song that says there was a person, a man on the radio today. Well, that wasn't me because I'm female, but there was a man on the radio talking about the young people, said we should listen to the young people. Well, I think we should. They do have lots of good stuff to say. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.